With the British and Irish Film Festival Spring Edition underway, Benjamin George Coles had the opportunity to have a chat with its guest of honour, the renowned Irish actor Lorchen Cranich, three of whose films are part of the programme. Okay, so thank you for joining me, Lorcan. Pleasure. And welcome to Luxembourg. Thank you very much. It's great um, to be here. Did you have any Luxembourg connection before, or is it a whole new world for you? Uh, this is c- kind of an entirely new world for me, although the last time I was in Luxembourg, and I've only been here once before, was on a school trip, probably about 40 years ago. And sadly, I didn't spend more than one night. We only spent one night here in, in, in Luxembourg City before we went off and hiked around the rest of the country. But it's still very much in my memory and it's such an enjoyable trip. But I, even now, because I'm on a bit of a flying visit, it's a little bit annoying because I want to stay here for so much more and I want there's so much more I want to see in, in the city. It looks just absolutely beautiful and... Uh, I wish I wish I had more time. Well, hopefully in the future. I hope so. So two of the three films of yours that are screening at the British and Irish Film Festival here are Irish language films. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just wondering about the possible parallels there could be between Irish language filmmaking and Luxembourgish language filmmaking in that these are both languages that are or have been endangered. Mm-hmm. And there have been drives to... Uh, reinvigorate them and yeah I wonder could you just tell us a little bit about what's happening now with Irish language filmmaking? Well uh, in recent years a subsidiary body of the film industry called Cine Cahar, Cine 4 is what it would look like, has been given the imprimatur to award projects serious funding for feature films and some documentaries in an effort to give the Irish language a fighting chance on the world cinema stage. And it has been proved to be successful with, obviously, The uh, the Quiet Girl, which in Irish is on Colleen Kewen, and it being nominated for Best International Picture at the Oscars. And so this is a huge, huge success for uh, an initiative that's really only in its infancy in many ways. It only started a few years ago. Whereas up to this point, films in the Irish language were few and far between because they were impossible to finance. And their distribution was limited to basically to our, to, to Ireland itself. And it would be a very, very rare thing for such a film to travel outside the shores. But, you know, with Quiet Girl, it's been all over the world. It's been, you know, lauded in every film festival that it's been at. And this is, you know, it is the sort of the flagship for something which is personally great to be part of with the two films that are being screened in the festival here, two other Irish language films. But they are only two of maybe eight or ten equally good Irish language feature films that are actually available and at large, you know what I mean? And they're, I think they give us a slice of the country which is a much more honest and up-to-date take on who we are as a nation and what our cultural history has been rather than a, a sort of assumed version of what it was. You know, we're a modern nation and we absolutely... Uh, are able to take our place on the stage of the world. You know? and, sorry, you're saying that the, the Irish language films somehow do a better job of capturing the modernness of Ireland. Is that right? 
I think so. In the areas where they speak the language, you know, everybody gets Netflix as well, uh, or mm. everybody drives, you know, Tesla cars, or well, not everybody, but I mean, <laughs> they, they drive mm. electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, uh, you know, it's not something. It's not a, a thing that's con- that has been confined to history. Mm-hmm. It's part of communities up and down the western seaboard, and, and indeed on the eastern seaboard as well. The film we saw last night, Rosha. August Frank, which is translated as Rosie and Frank, which is it's set in just outside Dungarvan in a, a Gaeltacht area where Irish is the predominant language. And it's as modern a, a community as any. And the story is told from that community. And it could be a, a modern community anywhere in the world. Right. And why shouldn't it be in the Irish language? You know? Right, yeah. And for you personally, then, is it practically or emotionally very different making an Irish language film? Um... Practically, it's different. I suppose emotionally, it is as well. Actually, it's very. I'm very proud to be part of this. I mean, uh, because I'm not. I'm not what you would call a Gael Gore. In other words, it's. It's my indigenous language, but I don't speak it on a daily basis, and I wish I, I did. So I'm very proud to be part of of something that promotes that. But on a practical level, I'm not as fluent in it as I would like to be. And so I have to, certainly when we were shooting it, I was having to think about not so much what I was saying, but the next sound I was supposed to make, you know what I mean? That I was hitting the right tone, the right sounds. And, and so that's just a practical thing from a, a performance point of view. Mm. Would you say there's an element in making these films that there perhaps isn't with other films you've worked on of getting closer to your your country and your culture? Is that kind of journey involved? Um to be honest with you, uh, not necessarily. I mean, the, the, with the character that, for example, that, I, that I'm playing in the film last night, Roche and Frank, and the film that we're going to be screening this evening in Tarak, when I'm playing the father of a very successful businesswoman who has to come home and look after her, her sick father. Those characters exist in every, <laughs> in every culture, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's portraying somebody who's an ageing man who's near death or is very, very ill and is having to be looked after by his daughter is, is something that a lot of people can relate to. You know what I mean? So in that respect, the work, it's a similar process. It's just I'm doing it in a different language. You know? I see. Um, you mentioned there in Tarak this evening, we'll see a character who has to come home to care for their parent. Yeah. Reading up about these three films of yours that are screening at the festival, I came across the observation that one critic was making that it's kind of a perpetual theme in Irish cinema that the children leave yeah. and, the, and the parents mourn yeah. them. Yeah. And that struck me as perhaps another interesting parallel there is because certainly it's part of the Luxembourg experience, you know, right. being such a small right. country. Right, right, that The kids all leave yeah. spread out across the yeah. world yeah. and the parents are sort of left there thinking, oh, okay, what now? And yeah. I wonder whether you think these films that you've taken part in the creation of recently or Irish films generally have some particular wisdom to offer on that we have I think one of the biggest diasporas in the world if all the people who are of Irish extraction lived in Ireland the place would be completely crowded I think there's something like 70 million people all around the world can claim an Irish connection or heritage of some description and so it's, it's been part of our culture for centuries and the opportunities haven't been there and I'm I'm not sure but I'm I'm imagine that there's a similarity with 
life in Luxembourg, if that's, I don't know whether that's fair to say or not, that you, you have to travel to develop your potential professionally or, you know, socially. It's something that we accept and indeed we've come to embrace. You know, the grand tour is not a, it's not a sort of something that's, is forced upon you. I mean, I know people who've actually, they're going to go and they go and work in New Zealand. But what they do is, they do that and they go off. And there was a time in our history where they wouldn't be seen for 15, 20 years because it was so far away. But not, that's not the case anymore. They will come back and they will come back with such a different skill set and a stronger view of the world and will be able to contribute in a way that they wouldn't have been able to had they not gone in the first place. And, you know, travelling to the other side of the world is, you know, it's, it's, they're not, we, we can still talk to them <laughs> as much as you and I are talking now. Mm-hmm. And so it's not quite the, the demon that used to hang over us all. You know, emigration used to, used to be a very sad subject. It's, it's just part of the global village mm. that we're all in, really, I suppose, now. Right. And you think that's conveyed in the films that it's somehow emotionally manageable now uh yeah it, the course doesn't always run smooth but mm. nevertheless i mean it is it's it's a fact and we yeah you know we can do that now we can do that and you know in the, as i say this film tonight Tarak, um she works uh, the, the lead woman and she works at a in a high finance company and she comes back to her small the small village that she was born and reared in yeah it's it's got its own difficulties, but she takes her own life experience and uses it for the betterment of the of the community that she's that she's in. Mm. Does she stay in the end? Um, does she stay in the end? I wonder. Is there a spoiler alert now? Well, I maybe I'm just asking for my own sake, and maybe this won't be in the, in the final. Uh, we don't know. Is the short mm. answer? I'm afraid. Okay. Um, we don't see beyond the end of the particular event that I the see. film is based around okay so but the part of me is wondering now whether at the same time as making it all easier the technology in the and the transportation doesn't also make it darker in the sense that whereas before there was maybe particularly with somebody moving to yeah. new zealand say yeah. there was a kind of clean break you know and you formed yeah. your new life with your yeah. new people and then that in time came to work on its yeah. own terms yes now you can't have that clean break and you're forever, you know, being pulled both yes. ways in a way yes. that's kind of impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you, have you really gone or have you yeah. kind of half gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think, uh, it's I not think a it's, I don't. question, it's just a depressed <laughs> observation. No, 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 that's fine. I just, um, I, I, I know what you're saying. And yeah. um, uh, I mean, it was, you know, it is difficult if you hear that somebody very close to you has suddenly been, taken ill yeah and is it better to hear that or or not because there's nothing you can do about it and you you know you've got to live with the Mm. fact that that you can't you know anyway yeah yeah i see yeah okay um well what does it mean to you Lorcan, to be in luxembourg of all places promoting these wonderful irish films i'm very i'm thrilled to be here because um i'm really surprised I'm, I've suddenly found myself in a film festival where three pieces of work that I've been involved in are all coming together at the same time and um, there's part of me thinking Geez, this is a kind of a, 
retrospective of the last few years of my life, of mm-hmm. my work. Um, so um, I think that, uh, you know, in the way we were talking about travel and how we can, you know, how how flexible we have been now, that I feel, um, and only just in the, in the space of the last 24 hours of meeting, you know, um, Jeff here and um, uh, in terms of the festival that uh, the communities are very strong and I hadn't thought of that I hadn't realised just how strong each of the communities are in this country it's it's fascinating to see that you know what yeah. I mean you say the communities you mean the British and Irish the ones. British and Irish communities okay. you know what I mean that we I didn't realise that they were as prominent as they are you know yeah. And mm. the fact that it's a combined British and Irish yeah. film festival, does yeah. that have any particular significance for you? Um, it's, it's a sort of important because it's a smaller version of those bigger film festivals that happen, you know, in London and increasingly happening in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Such, you know, like the BAFTAs and stuff. And that's, um, and all those, you know, the Edinburgh International Film Festival and those, those places. Are, and that's... Um, that's great to, to see it at that level, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I cannot wish this festival more success uh, because it deserves it, absolutely, it really does. Um, I think it's amazing what is being achieved here. Okay, yeah. I suppose I was also thinking, though, about, you know, I know you have worked a lot in the UK. Yeah. Um, I mean, I first saw you in Cracker oh, oh, many wow. years ago, Wonder, wonderful wow. series. You're not um, old, you're not old enough to have seen Cracker. <laughs> My dad showed me Cracker. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm glad he did, yeah. Wow. Um, and also we were just talking about, you know, over the dinner we just had, we were just talking a bit about how, um, you know, the time's about right for Ireland to well and truly escape the shadow of yeah. the UK. So a British and Irish film festival, I wonder whether it's a kind of emotionally complex that, it's, that it appears in that formation for you. Um, it's not really. Um, I think we've shared an awful lot. Ireland has provided a lot to the British film industry mm-hmm. in terms of artists and directors and writers and, you know, um, and vice versa. And we have, uh, we, you know, we have a history of, of making films which are a sort of a UK-based production which are shot in Ireland or the other way around. I mean, you know, Banshees of Sharon wins the best UK uh, film at the BAFTAs recently. And you think, oh, on, everything about it is Irish. But <laughs> it's, it's not. And it's, you know, I mean, it's a... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, you know, it's fair enough to have a, the, the shared. So I think the British and Irish Film Festival is, is a, I think it's a good thing. Mm. That's, yeah, it's a nice thought that it's... Um it's a good part of the story of the relationship yes, between right. these two countries that's, right. that's celebrated. Yeah, 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 I think so. For yeah. a change, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much My pleasure. For, for joining me. My pleasure, um, yeah. All My the best pleasure. with the rest of the festival. Thank you very much indeed.